Today is the 117th birthday of the actor Peter Lorre. He was in some of the very best classic movies of all time. If he is in the film, you are guaranteed to be scared. The world is a better place because he was in it and still feels the loss that he has left. Name, Peter Lorre. A.K.A. Laszlo Leuvenstein. Date of birth, June 26, 1904. Place of birth, Rosenberg, Hungary, Rozhaji, Slovakia. Date of death, March 23, 1964. Place of death, Los Angeles, California. Cause of death, stroke. Remains, cremated, Hollywood Forever Cemetery, Hollywood, California. Father, Alois Lori. Mother, Elvira Lori. Wife, Celia Lovsky, M., 1934, Division March 13, 1945. Wife, Karen Verne, M., May 25, 1945, Division 1950. Wife, Anne-Marie Brenning, M., July 21, 1953, until his death. Best known for, Peter Lorre was a Hungarian-American actor. Lorre began his stage career in Vienna before moving to Germany where he worked first on the stage, then in film in Berlin in the late 1920s and early 1930s. A product of Berlin's post-World War I experimental theater scene, Peter Lorre honed his craft in plays by Shakespeare, Gouda and Shaw, but achieved international fame as a child killer in Fritz Lang's Incendiary M. 1931. After making his English-language debut for Alfred Hitchcock in The Man Who Knew Too Much, 1934, Laurie was lured to Hollywood with the promise of a studio contract. Warehoused for a year by Columbia Pictures, Laurie was loaned out to play more maniacs in Mad Love, 1935, and Stranger on the Third Floor, 1940. Against the better judgment of the Warner Brothers front office, First-time filmmaker John Huston took a chance on Laurie by casting him as the villainous Joel Cairo to Humphrey Bogart's steely Seamus Sam Spade in The Maltese Falcon, 1941. Laurie and Bogart became frequent co-stars in such World War II-era affairs as Across the Pacific, 1941, Casablanca, 1942, and Passage to Marseille, 1944. Despite playing the occasional heroic role, Laurie remained typecast as misfits and miscreants. Plagued by ill health and drug addiction, Laurie capped his career with a run of tongue-in-cheek horror films, including The Raven, 1963, and Comedy of Terrors, 
1963, with horror kings Boris Karloff and Vincent Price. Dead at 59, Laurie's legacy survived him, due to his roles in iconic Bogart films and the devotion of horror film fans who echo the late actor's designation as the Lord High Minister of All That Is Sinister. Peter Laurie was born Laszlo Leuvenstein in the town of Rozsáji in northern Hungary on June 26, 1904. Laurie's father, Alahoz Leuvenstein, was the bookkeeper for a textile company and a reserve officer in the Austro-Hungarian army. In 1908, Laurie's mother died of blood poisoning. Alienated by his father's second marriage, Laurie developed into a withdrawn child, even as the family relocated several times due to his father's business ambitions and his military service. Laurie acted for the first time in a school production of Snow White, playing one of the dwarfs. While in middle school, he was chosen to appear in an evening of one-act play staged at the Vienna Kammerspa, after which he expressed to his disapproving father his desire to become an actor. After obtaining a business degree, Laurie worked briefly as a bank teller. Prone to tardiness, he allowed himself to be fired so that he could pursue acting full-time. With Vienna's economy in ruins after the First World War, Laurie lived an itinerant life, sleeping on park benches. Unable to pay for theatre, he worked as an unpaid audience extra, clapping on cue. Theatrical impresario Jacob Moreno invited Laurie to join his experimental theatre troupe and provided him with the stage name he would carry through life, Peter from the late poet Peter Altenberg and Laurie from the German word for parrot. Honing his craft in Breslau and Zurich in Switzerland, Laurie headed to Berlin in 1927. During this time, he underwent surgery for a burst appendix. When complications arose, revision surgery was performed and Laurie was prescribed morphine for pain. This led to a lifetime addiction to narcotics for the actor, who borrowed increasing amounts of money to pay for his habit while even resorting to forging prescriptions. In 1929, playwright theater director Bertolt Brecht cast Laurie in productions of Happy End and Man Equals Man. He made his film debut in Die Verschwundene Frau, The Missing Wife, 1929, one of the last silent films made in Austria. Laurie kept his participation in the film a secret, preferring to let the official record show that he made his cinema debut for director Fritz Lang in M. 1931. Inspired by the crimes of German serial killer Peter Corton, Lang cast Laurie as Hans Beckert, a man compelled to abduct and murder young children. Only weeks after the film's premiere, Corton was executed by guillotine while Laurie became an international celebrity, admired at home by Nazi Minister of Propaganda Joseph Goebbels and abroad by silent film star Charlie Chaplin. Though he would play comical and even heroic roles throughout his career, Laurie was largely associated with horrific and supernatural themes for the rest of his life. With the rise of the Third Reich, Laurie joined the first wave of Jews fleeing Europe in 1933. With his fiancée, actress Celia Lovsky, Laurie traveled to Czechoslovakia and then on to France. In Paris, the actor received an invitation from England to appear in a film being produced by the Gaumont British Picture Corporation. Hitchcock cast Laurie in the role of a scar-faced political assassin in the classic The Man Who Knew Too Much, 1934. Not yet able to speak English, Laurie learned his lines phonetically. Taking a break from shooting that summer, Laurie married Lovsky in a civil ceremony, having arrived at Westminster's General Register's office wearing his ghoulish makeup. Featured prominently in posters for The Man Who Knew Too Much, Laurie drew rave reviews and received an invitation from Hollywood. Armed with the promise of a contract from Columbia Pictures, Laurie sailed to America but had to wait for a year before he was cast in an American film. Unsure of what to do with his latest acquisition, Columbia head Harry Cohn eventually loaned Laurie to MGM for Mad Love, 1935. Sporting a bald pate that made his naturally wide eyes seem ready to pop from his skull, Laurie delivered an immortal performance as the obsessive Dr. Gogol, a brilliant surgeon unhinged by his love for another man's wife. 
Lori agreed to the loan out on condition that Columbia foot the bill for an adaptation of Fyodor Dostoyevsky's Crime and Punishment, to star himself and to be directed by Joseph von Sternberg. Cohn kept his word, but the film was both a box office and critical failure. Lori rebounded by returning to England to work for Hitchcock again, playing another assassin in Secret Agent, 1936. At 20th Century Fox, Lori stepped into the role of a cunning Japanese crime fighter in a series of whodunits beginning with Think Fast, Mr. Moto, 1937, and ending after eight installments in 1939. At MGM, Lori appeared with Joan Crawford and Clark Cable in Frank Borzaghi's South Sea's melodrama Strange Cargo, 1940. Though he had turned down the lead in Son of Frankenstein, 1939, because he wanted to distance himself from menacing roles, Lori was back in form for The Eerie Stranger on the Third Floor, 1940, and The Face Behind the Mask, 1940, appearing in the latter as a gentle immigrant who turns to crime after being disfigured in a boarding house fire. At Warner Brothers, Lori was cast as the flamboyantly gay criminal Joel Cairo and John Huston's The Maltese Falcon, 1941, opposite Mary Astor and Lori's soon-to-be frequent co-stars, Humphrey Bogart and Sidney Greenstreet. Though a proposed sequel to the hit film never got off the ground, Bogart and Laurie were reteamed in Vincent Sherman's All Through the Night, 1941, and again, with Green Street in Michael Curtiz's Casablanca, 1942. Though Laurie's role was small and his character killed off screen well before the film's midpoint, the success of Casablanca was greatly enhanced by his sweaty portrayal of the cutrate underworld parasite Ugardi. By this time, Laurie had become such a popular cultural touchstone that his appearance was parodied in Looney Tunes shorts and his voice mimicked by Paul Fries and Spike Jones's novelty cover of My Old Flame. Laurie worked with Bogart and Greenstreet again in the wartime adventure Passage to Marseille, 1944, and was paired with Greenstreet in atypically heroic roles in The Mask of Demetrios, 1944, and The Verdict, 1946. Laurie returned to villainous form in the classic noir Black Angel, 1946, and in the psychological horror film The Beast with Five Fingers, 1946, directed by Robert Florey. He had by this time separated from Lovsky, though the two would remain friends throughout the rest of his life. Laurie's second wife was German actress Karen Verne, but the union lasted only five years. Laurie scored a rare shot at a comedy with the Bob Hope vehicle My Favorite Brunette, 1947, before he returned to Germany to direct and star in Dare Fair Lauren, The Lost One, 1951, as a vivisectionist who murders his unfaithful wife and spirals into homicidal mania. Twenty years after M and too close to Germany's defeat in World War II, the film was unsuccessful. To the delight of fans, John Huston reunited Laurie with Bogart and Beat the Devil, 1953, filmed in Italy and the United Kingdom. That year, Laurie married for the third time and fathered a daughter. In 1954, he played the first Bond villain in a TV production of Ian Fleming's Casino Royale, adapted for the CBS anthology series Climax. 1954-58 With the bulk of his assignments amounting to little more than rent-paying gigs during this period, Laurie did enjoy his role as a singing and dancing Soviet commissar in MGM's Technicolor musical Silk Stockings, 1957, opposite Fred Astaire and Sid Charisse. Low-budget filmmaker Roger Corman revived Laurie's career by casting him in the omnibus thriller Tales of Terror, 1962, in a blackly humorous retelling of Edgar Allan Poe's The Cask of Amontillado co-starring Vincent Price. Corman would use Laurie and Price again in The Raven, 1963, co-starring Boris Karloff, while Jacques Tourneur would reunite the three for Comedy of Terrors, 1963, as unscrupulous morticians who resort to murder when their business takes a dive. Dubbed by magazine editor Forrest J. Ackerman as the Lord High Minister of All That Is Sinister, Laurie made his final film appearance in The Patsy, 1964, starring Jerry Lewis.
Separated from his third wife and in poor health, Laurie suffered a fatal stroke in a rented apartment on Hollywood Boulevard on March 23, 1964, at the age of 59. Filmography as director. The Lost One, September 7, 1951. Filmography as actor Prisoner of Paradise, December 11, 2002, as himself the Patsy, August 2, 1964 Muscle Beach Party, March 25, 1964, as Mr. Strangler the Comedy of Terrors, January 22, 1964, as Felix Gilly the Raven, January 25, 1963, as Bedlow Five Weeks in a Balloon, August 22, 1962 Tales of Terror, July 4, 1962 Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, July 12, 1961 Scent of Mystery, January 12, 1960 The Big Circus, July 5, 1959, as Skeeter Hellship Mutiny, December 6, 1957 The Sad Sack, November 27, 1957 The Story of Mankind, November 8, 1957, as Nero Silk Stockings, July 18, 1957, as Brankov the Buster Keaton Story, May 1957, as Kurt Bergner Around the World in 80 Days, October 17, 1956, as Stuart Congo Crossing, July 1956 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, December 23, 1954. As Can Say Beat the Devil, November 24, 1953, as O'Hara the Lost One, September 7, 1951 Double Confession, April 1950 Quicksand, March 24, 1950, as Nick Rope of Sand, August 3, 1949, as Todi Kasbah, April 1948, as Sleeman My Favorite Brunette, March 19, 1947, as Kismet the Beast with Five Fingers, December 25, 1946, as Hillary Cummins The Verdict, November 23, 1946, as Victor Emmerich The Chase, November 16, 1946 Black Angel, August 2, 1946 Three Strangers, January 28, 1946, as John West Confidential Agent, November 2, 1945, as Contreras Hotel Berlin, March 2, 1945, as Johannes Kennig Hollywood Canteen, December 15, 1944, as himself The Conspirators, October 17, 1944, as Jan Bernatsky Arsenic and Old Lace, September 23, 1944, as Dr. Einstein The Mask of Demetrios, June 8, 1944, as Cornelius Leiden Passage to Marseille, February 17, 1944, as Marius the Cross of Lorraine, November 12, 1943 The Constant Nymph, June 23, 1943, as Fritz Berkowitz Background to Danger, June 9, 1943, as Nikolai Zaleshoff Casablanca, November 26, 1942, as Ugardi the Boogeyman Will Get You, October 22, 1942, as Dr. Arthur Lorenz Invisible Agent, July 31, 1942, as Baron Akito All Through the Night, January 10, 1942, as Pepe the Maltese Falcon, October 3, 1941, as Joel Cairo They Met in Bombay, June 27, 1941, as Captain Chang Mr. District Attorney, March 27, 1941 The Face Behind the Mask, January 16, 1941 You'll Find Out, November 22, 1940, as Fenninger Stranger on the Third Floor, August 16, 1940, as Stranger Island of Doomed Men, May 20, 1940 I Was an Adventurous, May 10, 1940 Strange Cargo, March 1, 1940, as Msu Pig Mr. Moto Takes a Vacation, July 7, 1939 Mr. Moto in Danger Island, April 7, 1939 Mr. Moto's Last Warning, January 20, 1939, as Mr. Moto the Mysterious Mr. Moto, October 14, 1938 Mr. Moto Takes a Chance, June 24, 1938 Mr. Moto's Gamble, March 25, 1938 Thank You, Mr. Moto, December 24, 1937 Lancer Spy, October 8, 1937 Think Fast, 
Mr. Moto, July 27, 1937 Nancy Steele is missing, March 12, 1937 Crack Up, December 14, 1936 Secret Agent, May 1936, as General Crime and Punishment, November 22, 1935, as Roderick Raskolnikov Mad Love, July 12, 1935, as Dr. Gogol the Man Who Knew Too Much, Deck 1934, as Abbott May 11, 1931, as Hans Becker.